Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast. I am joined again with Rodney and Michelle Gage. This is a podcast designed to help you build winning relationships in your marriage and with your kids. My name is Dr. Linda Travelute, and I'm your host for the Winning Family Podcast. And we want to thank you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you that you are going to immediately after this is over, a little push push here. Not really. We want you to subscribe though, because it's going to be a blessing to your life to get this repopulated every time a new episode is released and then leave a review for us. So we know that we are on track meeting your needs. And I want to share with you how you can get your copy of Rodney's free book, the double win. I'm going to share with you how you can do that later towards the end of the episode. So stay tuned. But today guys, as we sit here together, Rodney and Michelle Gage, we're going to talk about why values matter to marriage and family, right? And, uh, and um, you know, as we set this up, values, when it comes to our families, we want to, to uh, we all want what's best, right? I think every parent on the planet would say that, but sometimes it's hard to know how to start living those values. And so I'm so excited to hear you break this down for our podcast listeners, the winning family listeners. So welcome. You guys good? Yeah. We're ready. Yes. Let's do it. Yes. Ready to talk about Sorry. values? Yeah. One of our so favorite topics. I know. So go <laughs> for it. Well, we are living in a crisis um, of values in our culture and country today. Yeah. More so in my lifetime. And, you know, I'm just barely 20 something, but anyway, um, but no, seriously, I mean, ever since it seems like COVID hit 2020, it has just, everything is accelerated and seemingly has been exacerbated on so many different levels that now I think it's just, I think things hit the fan with a lot of parents during that lockdown season mm-hmm. when they were being, you know, obviously the teachers in their own home of yeah. helping their kids navigate through things that, um, you know, their kids were learning and being exposed to. And I think what's caused kind of an alarm, if you will, to go off for many parents is like, oh my goodness, our kids are coming home with questions or our kids are now being exposed to things that we never thought we would ever have to address. Yep. And so as a result, a lot of parents are, in many ways, they feel inadequate, they feel intimidated, they feel uh, unqualified, mm-hmm. if you will, to maybe speak into a lot of the mm-hmm. topics and mm-hmm. questions and concerns that not only they have, but even even their kids are having because there's so many mixed messages. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and so I think right now that's the reason why there are so many differences of opinions. There's so many different biases, if you will, in terms of where people seemingly are falling into this camp or that camp. You know, is it all about tolerance? Is it all about inclusion? Is it all about justice? You know, all of these things. And they're all a part of our ebb and flow of our day-to-day lives. You know, it's it's impacting the workplace. It's impacting our schools. It's impacting, obviously, our homes. It's impacting just about anywhere and everywhere we go. So you can't just go crawl under a rock somewhere and hope it all goes away. The reality is, is that we are living in a different world today. And there is a belief system. And there is a cultural shift that is happening before our very eyes. And so... Where does, where, where, what, what can families do specifically? What can parents do? What can couples do? 
when it comes to not compromising or what can they do to stand firm against this cultural tide that's just mm-hmm. seemingly just mm-hmm. rising and is coming upon them. And so uh, I think right now everybody is really at a place and my prayer is that they don't fall into a place of indifference, but they will be pushed to even do some more soul searching when it comes to really identifying what is most important to them. Mm, yes. And so, yes, yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of what we want to really help. I think it's just a, how do we create a culture, if you will, of values within our home and marriage. Right. Right. And uh, because we live in a culture that is teaching and preaching and displaying its values. So the question is, is the world's values, is today's cultural values, what we're about in our marriage or what we're about in our family when mm-hmm. it comes to how, what we what we choose to believe and how we choose to uh, adapt when it comes to you know, the, the, the moral issues right now that are that yep. are obviously mm-hmm. yep. uh, kind of up for grabs when it comes to where people mm-hmm. fall. My mom used to always say, I was thinking about this as you're speaking because I couldn't agree more, but she always used to say the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. And we have the opportunity to be the loudest voice yeah. in our kids' lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we think that we can't. Uh, we think that we don't have influence, that it's only their friendships or um, their teachers at school or what our community leaders. But we have the opportunity, if we take advantage of it, to be the loudest voice yeah. in their life. And I think it's really built around a structure uh, of values that we we have the opportunity to set up in our home that they can learn and then they can carry on, you know, those almost vintage values. I've heard it said, you know, can we go back to what we uh, are founded upon? And, and of course, for us, that is the the word of God, Mm -hmm. the the scripture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, let's unpack it Yeah. because here's, you know, what I would first and foremost encourage any couple it, let me just say, if you're even listening as a young couple that's maybe just new in your marriage relationship, or maybe you're um, a young couple who's thinking about getting married, mm-hmm. you might be a single parent, single again. Uh, you're in a state or place or season in your life where, you know, there were certain former beliefs, if you will, from years ago that maybe maybe you're, you're kind of contemplating some things right now in terms of, am I going to hold firm to those old beliefs or am I going to embrace new beliefs? All kinds of decisions that obviously many are processing right now. But here's what I know to be true. Our beliefs determine our behavior. Mm -hmm. So we have to understand that what we choose to believe when it comes to what is right and what is wrong for us for our marriage, for our family, for our kids, is ultimately going to determine the actions, the choices, the decisions that we end up making. And so the question really ends up being, what kind of behaviors are acceptable and unacceptable to us? Mm-hmm. And so in the way that we, as you know, in our home, in our family, what we chose 
to believe was we chose to allow God's word to be the very thing that shaped our mm-hmm. beliefs. Yep. So in Matthew 7, Jesus talks about two individuals. One built his house on sand, the other built his house on rock. But when the storms of life came, the one who built his house on the sand, man alive, it came crumbling down. Yeah. But the one who built his house on that firm, unshakable foundation, even when the winds of, you know, of in the storms and the rains blew upon the house, it still remained strong because it was built on a strong, solid foundation. So when you're going through the fires of life, when you're thrown into the crucible in your marriage, if something goes haywire with, you know, one of our kids, all of a sudden you're, you're the crisis of belief is riding on everything. And what are you going to hold on to? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we have to hold on to a certain set of beliefs, convictions, values. Uh, What I often refer, we often refer to as those, the non-negotiables in our lives or for our marriage or for our family that we're just not going to compromise. And it's not that we're better or we're right and everybody else is wrong. It's just that this is what we've chosen to serve as the primary source Mm -hmm. of our beliefs. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that is we're going to build everything around our relationship with God and his word and allow that to be our source of Mm -hmm. belief Mm -hmm. for our lives. And so that right now, I think, is really where a lot of um, couples and families are struggling with right now. They're trying to figure out what is my source of beliefs. right. Right. And so we can either choose to embrace the values of our culture mm-hmm. and they may be popular. They may even seem innocent. Right. right. In fact, they even sound right. Yeah. You know, when we throw around com- uh, words, for example, like love, let me throw this statement out. How often have you heard this? Love is love. Mm. Love is love wins. Well, yes, but no. Love is not necessarily love. There are different kinds of love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are there is a dis, there is there are sets of behaviors in the context of love right, right, right. that are contradictory to who God is. Yeah. So are we going to embrace love as love, right. even though it is a it is a characteristic that is not of God? Or are we just going to go with the cliche because it sounds cool and looks great on a T-shirt? Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, again, these are subtle things. You know, tolerance, big Mm -hmm. buzzword Mm -hmm. in our culture today. Huge, huge. Inclusion, big Mm -hmm. buzzword. Do we want to include everybody? Well, absolutely. Do we want to uh, be tolerant, you know, of situations and circumstances or other people's beliefs or opinions or perspectives? Yes. However... The question is, when it comes to inclusion or when it, when it comes to tolerance, what are we tolerating and what are we inviting in? Mm-hmm. So we have to understand, are those things consistent mm-hmm. with who God is? Are they consistent with what God's word says and teaches? And then again, what is our source of belief? Yeah. And so, again, these are obviously big time <laughs> Uh, just stirred up a hornet's nest here, but we have to, as a family or as a couple, we have to determine, you know what, we're not going to, we're not going to allow the, as Michelle just emphasized, the voices of culture 
to influence our beliefs. Right. We're going to allow the voice of God and the word of God and the truth of God to be our source of belief. And if it's not consistent with who God is and what his word says, then we're not going to go there. Right. We're not mm -hmm. going to fully embrace mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And so, and I understand that everybody may agree with that. may like that. And that's okay. That's we, okay. We that's, can. you know, I, that is kind of that thing what Joshua talked about as for me in my house. Yeah. This is the decision that we have made. Mm -hmm. And you, you get to make your own decisions. Mm -hmm. Well, that is God has given us mm -hmm. a choice to make. Mm -hmm. And uh, Joshua also talked about that. You have a choice to make. And, and we have to decide. Because if we're in the middle, then you've already made a decision. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so right, right. you have to decide. As for me and my house, and as for us in our house, we will serve the Lord. That's what we've decided. We decided that God's word would mm -hmm. be the foundation, the rock that we build upon. So you have to make the choice, really, or or things will sway and you will drift into whatever culture is is pushing you towards. Unless you have decided, this is this is what we're going to be and do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, unfortunately and sadly, um, for those who may not have been raised in a home where they had the benefit or the, the privilege of being raised in a Christian value oriented or conservative type of value system, if you will, in terms of maybe um, what they were exposed to, maybe from their family values or, or whatever, if that was lacking growing up, then obviously who else do they look to? Where right. else do they go? Right, right. And so the voices of society, the voices of influence, the vo voices of popular culture are going to win the day. And so we have to once again realize that I have to have a foundation and a source of belief. And that would be the first thing that we would just encourage any family, any young couple, any parent to determine what is going to be the source of your beliefs. I love what Proverbs 23 says. It says, above all else. So anytime the Bible says above all else, it means it's pretty important. Yep, <laughs> Put yep. it way up oh, there. Yeah. Above all else. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, was written by the wisest man on, who ever lived on the face of the planet, King Solomon. But here's what he said. He said, guard your heart above all else. Why? Because it determines the course of your life. Yeah. So our, our mind will justify what our heart believes. Yeah. And the problem is, is if we believe in our hearts lies mm -hmm. to be true, mm -hmm. then that becomes the wellspring in the sense of determining a lot of heartache and confusion mm -hmm. in our lives mm -hmm. in the future. Mm -hmm. So we have to guard our heart from the lies, protect mm -hmm. our heart from what the enemy wants to plant inside yeah. of our right. hearts. Right. Because he takes a lie and he perverts it, he twists yeah. it. Yeah. And what he'll do is he'll turn a lie and try to turn it into a truth. But that's where we have to be above all else. We have to guard our hearts from the voices of influence of our culture, the popular beliefs, popular culture, and say, no, you know what? I'm going to base my source of beliefs on the truth. Yeah. And, um, and so with that said, uh, that's just... You know, I think a starting point for a lot of couples and parents to really begin to wrestle through that process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's kind of freeing, isn't it? Because once you make that decision where those beliefs are going to be 
coming from, Mm -hmm. then, you know, as my mentor says, uh, John Maxwell, you make the decision once and then you just manage Mm -hmm. it from then on, manage it daily, make the decision once, manage it daily. And so it's kind of freeing. You don't have to go back and reevaluate every time a decision needs to be made. You've already made the decision. Now you just got to walk it out. So that's really freeing for people if they can get a grip on what you're, you're explaining. Yeah. A yeah. mentor of mine um, who really probably influenced me more than anybody just in really understanding this whole concept of beliefs and values. And he was a prophet way ahead of his time. Uh, his name is Josh McDowell. Josh, oh goodness, what was that? It was the early 90s. I'll never forget when he released, he did a national campaign one time called Right From Wrong. Yeah. I remember. And he wrote a book called Right From Wrong. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it to mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. It is so, so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. It, it, he needs to rewrite it and, or revise it for today. I don't even know if it needs to be revised. It's spot on, to be honest. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he put together a framework that has impacted me and it, and it is so needed today. And here's basically what he helped us to understand from a biblical perspective. He said there is a precept, therefore that means there's a there's a Bible command, which is basically the same thing as a as a precept. So you mm-hmm. have a precept, a command that God gives in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Okay, but behind every precept, God's never going to give a command. He's never going to give a what without a why. Mm-hmm. So behind every precept, there is a principle. The principle is the why behind the what. Mm-hmm. The principle is this is why this is right. Mm-hmm. This is why this is wrong. God's not going to just leave you hanging with don't do this. Right. He's going to help you just like any wise parent will do. Yes. They're gonna, not going to just tell their kids don't do that. Yeah. Well, why? Because I said no, yeah. so. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Don't do that because if you do do that, here are the consequences. Sure. Mm-hmm. If you make the right choice, here are the benefits. Mm-hmm. But here's the principle behind the precept. But behind every precept, there is a principle. And behind every principle, it goes back to the person of yes. God. Yes. So if there is ever something in question, the question really is, is what is being questioned? Is it consistent with the tr- with the nature and character of who God right. is? Right, right. And so, therefore, if anything contradicts who God is, his nature and his character, character, then that's how we can know and discern Mm -hmm. whether something may sound good, Mm -hmm. may be popular Mm -hmm. in its, you know, uh, expression in terms of, you know, again, whatever bumper sticker T-shirts we want to celebrate, but question is, are all of those decisions and are those behaviors consistent with who God is as far as his nature and character? Right, right. So it's our responsibility as couples, it's our responsibility as parents to determine our source of beliefs so that those beliefs, those values mm-hmm. are consistent with who God is, what God says about marriage, what God says about family, what God says about choices when it comes to what is right and what is wrong, so that the decisions that we make will ultimately manifest in the kind of behaviors mm-hmm. that we want to be an example, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that we can pass down generationally. Right. You we know? receive the promise. Absolutely. Uh, after the, the 
the principle, the precept is the promise right. as well that right. that if you do these things, you will you'll be blessed. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We want to live yeah. that blessed life. Absolutely. At least I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, know? and it's not always easy. Determine to do it. Yeah. So determine the source of your beliefs mm -hmm. and then um, determines, determine the values that really matter the most. Mm -hmm. And this is where, you know, I think couples and families can have fun with this. I mean, yeah. it's just break it down, make it individual, you know, create something that's unique to you as a family. We're not trying to, you know, clone all families to be the exact same. God's right. made us all unique. We're all mm -hmm. different expressions. And so you may be single parent, you may be in a blended family situation. And I always encourage any kind of a, you know, blended family situation or even a single parent who's in a situation where maybe they came out of, you know, a marriage that, you know, really impacted them. And they're still processing a lot of things as far as mistakes that were made or, you know, decisions that that were made and there's a lot of water under that bridge, so to speak. Well, here's the good news. The good news is even in a blended family situation, guess what? We serve a God who's a God of second chances. Yeah. His mercies are fresh and new each mm -hmm. and every day. Mm -hmm. And we can close the door to our yesterdays mm -hmm. and we can embrace the tomorrows that God That's has right. for That's us. Right. That's right. So the best place to start is by taking a clean sheet of paper, a fresh, clean slate and say, okay, we're going to push reset. Mm. God's given us a mulligan here. <laughs> we're going to push a reset and we're going to reevaluate our values. And let's make a new list mm. of things that are important to us. Let's make a new list of things that are going to help hold us together rather than maybe pull us apart. Right. Let's put together some characteristics, some, some values and virtues that are meaningful to us, and then put language around those statements or phrases. It could be your mantra, your code, your creed, you know, whatever you want to call it, but make those values something that sticks with your family, something that just kind of becomes a part of your language you know, where those are important to mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. that you fight for mm -hmm. and you celebrate with each other when we all, you know, um, you know, work towards achieving those things that we can say, you know what, you know, let's throw it out as an example. If it's a, of, let's just say honesty is one of our core values in our marriage and someone, you know, maybe our spouse, you know, is, is maybe just making a confession and they're saying, you know what, I did something I shouldn't have done or whatever. And what, what does that do? Well, because we honor and because we, we value honesty, well, that, that is to be affirmed. Yeah. That is to be celebrated. Mm -hmm. That's to be commended because we're living up to what we said was important to us. And if we violated that, and, but we're coming back and saying, you know what? I wasn't honest mm -hmm. about something that mm -hmm. I should have been. Mm -hmm. And I asked for your forgiveness. And when our kids are honest, rather than sharing lies or, or not being honest about certain things, but when they are honest and they're telling the truth, well, guess what? That's reinforcing what is important to you as a family. Right. So right. that's just getting down to some practical 
things, but at the end of the day, that's what's missing mm-hmm. in a lot of our mm-hmm. family structures. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And sadly and unfortunately, it's missing in obviously our schools and so yeah. many other places. Yeah. So is that, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Michelle. You're going to, so, so is that how you would begin to help people build that culture, that value driven culture? Yes, absolutely. To determine what, what the values are. I know mm-hmm. we've put together several, several worksheets on that as well that you might can find on our, our mm-hmm. website, but are definitely in our family shift book, mm-hmm. um, a link to that where we help you determined by giving you a hundred different values, you know, helping you work through a worksheet mm-hmm. as your family to determine what your, your 10 are going to yeah. be your 12, yeah. your five, right. um, that you can remember yeah. as a family yeah. and pick those values, make them your own. Like Rodney was talking about and calling them out yeah. in your kids when you see them, because we also are going to have to call them out when they're not seen. And right. we have to grab onto the wheel, you know, when you're driving the car and if it has a, a natural, um, what do you call that alignment issue? If you're not in alignment with your core values, you're not going to stay on the road <laughs> that you want the path that you want your family on. And same with the car, you know, it's going to drift. So is the family going to drift? So you have to call it out in them when you don't see it, but it is so good to call it out when you do see it. Yes. And when you know the values, yes. if excellence is our way as a family and, you know, Ashlyn, you made the bed so beautifully today. That was so excellent. Mm -hmm. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, Luke, thank you for picking up that trash and throwing it away. But, you know, when they bring home a a paper that is really not excellent, you know, they didn't do their best and we have to call it out then as well. So having something to hold on to is just huge, you know, knowing where the lines are drawn in your family. We do this in corporate world. Sure. We have values absolutely that we have to abide by, live by uh, as a company. Uh, Why do we not have it at home? Right. It's so important. Good point. You know, you asked specifically something as it relates to creating the culture, if you will. When you think about culture, first of all, your culture is driven by your values and your priorities are driven by your values as well. Mm -hmm. But the culture is somewhat elusive. It's the intangibles a lot of times. And we really help create and define our our, our culture of our home and our marriage, either by design or by default. Mm-hmm. And that is either by what we continue to allow or yeah. tolerate. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if we allow sarcasm or criticism mm-hmm. or arguing or lashing out or sloppiness or laziness or whatever, mm-hmm. if we allow that, then that suddenly begins to affect the culture yeah. of the right. family in a right. negative way. Right. And so the same is true in the corporate environments as well. So, you know, the culture is defined and driven by those values, but the culture, we have to be keepers of our culture Mm -hmm. in our Mm -hmm. home. And so we've all been, you know, the Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is a pretty cool place. (laughs) And uh, you go into a Chick-fil-A, their culture is different than McDonald's. Okay. And, uh, when you think about the culture of Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A has become known for the unique culture they've created. That just didn't happen right. by default. Right. That's by design. Yes. And it's established through the values 
of their organization. In fact, we talk about this in the double win. I actually mm-hmm. use that organization mm-hmm. as an example mm-hmm. of their four specific core values on a corporate level. And you can see it played out yeah. all the way down yeah. to the person working the drive through yeah. yeah. But there is just a culture that mm-hmm. they've created mm-hmm. there. And that has happened over time. It's consistency of carrying out and walking out and living out and celebrating and valuing the values Mm -hmm. that creates that culture. So in our marriage, when other couples are around us, when we go to dinner with other couples or other people are around us as a husband and a wife, we want them just to, we want them to see something about us Mm -hmm. that's uniquely Mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. There's a vibe that we have about our relationship and our marriage that's different. And that's a part of the culture we've created Mm -hmm. with each other. Mm -hmm. And so there are certain things that Michelle just will let me get by with. Okay. (laughs) And there are certain things that I'm not going to let her get by with. Because it's a violation to what we say is important to us. Yeah. I was thinking about that too. Um, because you can make values fun. You can make culture fun. And, um, when you're calling it out, you're having a good time with it. And, uh, but also just a reminder, we don't have to be our kid's best friend. Right. And so, you know, when you're calling out that they're out of line or if you're drifting off the road a little bit and we got to get back in line, it may not be the easiest thing to do, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Mm-hmm. We don't have to be their best friend, mm-hmm. you know, especially as they're younger. Mm-hmm. We want to, and I think sometimes we allow, like you said, things to to slip and to drift. And sometimes it is because we 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 want so much for our kids to love us and think we're mm-hmm. the greatest, and and they will yeah. <laughs> when we're strong exactly. on our values exactly. and on our culture. Yeah. And they're going to want to come back home yes. when you have that kind of culture yes. you know, in your family. So just want to encourage you in that. Yes, Moms, dads, it's okay. It's okay. when the kids were younger, if one of them, you know, raised their voice to Michelle or said something in a very, you know, um, critical or negative way that was dishonoring, I would call them out in front of Michelle, but I would call them out in, or sometimes I would go take them off to the side, you know, get them alone in their bedroom. And here's what I would say to them. I would say, I wouldn't say you don't talk to mom that way. I would say you don't speak to my wife that way. Mm -hmm. And what I did is I helped them to understand because I value her. Mm -hmm. That's my wife. Right, right. I'm not going to let anybody talk to my wife that Mm -hmm. way. And so she's not only my wife, but I've established that, but also helped them understand because of honor is one of our core values. Yes. I'm not going to dishonor your mom that way. Right. And I'm not going to allow you to dishonor your mom that way. She's my wife. Mm -hmm. I honor her. And therefore, because honor is important to us as a family, you're going to honor your mother by getting back in there and apologizing to her. But those are the things that we have to do. We have to be intentional with that to protect the culture of our home. Or man, it can unravel fast. Sure, sure. So that's why it's either by design Mm -hmm. or it's by default. Right. But we get to choose. Absolutely. The culture of our home. Absolutely. It's been good, good stuff. So as we wrap up, I love the little uh, exercise that you shared where you took 
um, you're, you're just explaining that, that, Hey, if you need a reset, you can take a piece of paper, a clean piece of paper signifying a clean slate. And right now just determine what those values are going to be, right? Yes. Hopefully they're going to be based on God's word because that's what, how we, I know I, I feel the same as you do. That's the absolute, right? It's black and white. And if we live that way, uh, that will help us determine what to put on that paper and uh, so we just encourage you, if you need a fresh start, get a sheet of paper, write it down, start fresh, and then start living it out before your children, before the world. And uh, that's going to help you create that divine culture or that driven culture, right? I guess it is a divine culture yeah. Yeah. based yeah. on God's word. Value-driven culture Absolutely. Is the goal. And so we hope that encourages and inspires some families and couples to go back and kind of revisit and uh, value their values um, because it's so needed. Today. It is. It is. Good stuff, guys. Thank you for sharing. So Winning Family, hey, we're going to wrap it up right here. And we want to thank you for joining us. And we're going to ask you to, to go ahead and go over to Instagram. Come on, whip out your phone right now. Maybe you're listening to us on your phone. If not, uh, go over to Facebook, go over to Instagram and follow the Winning Family. We want to hear from you. We'd love for you to subscribe and rate and review. That helps us to know that we're on the right track. And right here is the book that Rodney and Michelle are going to give you for free if you will go over to the doublewinclub.com, the doublewinclub.com. And they also offer another little goodie that I want to share with you. They have a mentoring program. And every month they meet with couples who desire that mentoring in their lives, for their marriages and for their families. So if you're trying to figure out how do I make this culture thing work? How do I line it up with God's word? How do I determine what my source of beliefs will be? They're not going to leave me hanging. There's more here than just this podcast for you. You can go to the doublewinclub.com and you're going to get a free month's worth of mentoring with Rodney and Michelle. And I'm, I'm guessing you're probably going to want to continue that, but just, just take a little taste. Just try it for 30 days and see how they can help you with that. Go to the doublewinclub.com. And until next time, thank you for joining us because we really want to do help you win with your family and in life and in every realm of your, your life. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Life. All that's right, right. We'll see you guys next time.